0: one man that we love because he just drives everybody crazy because he's such a good cat, such a good driver. And finally, Grove Racing are doing the business, and that makes us happy because David Reynolds, six podiums uh, so far this year, two run-ups. You must be feeling on fire, buddy.
1: G'day, guys. Yeah, feeling really good, thanks. Life's so much better when your race car's at the front of the grid, not the back of the grid, (laughs) eh? Funny that, Dave.
2: Funny that how you all of a sudden start smiling again when you're actually uh, getting some getting some trophies, and um, everyone around you also enjoys you much better, don't they?
1: It's so it's so funny, isn't it? Isn't, like, you probably know that more than anyone, Greg. <laughs> Pretty much.
2: <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: yeah, mate, it's, got, it's going really, really good this year. It's obviously been a big turnaround, um, going from, you know, Kelly Grove this last year to just the Grove racing this year. Uh, we've got more engineers, more staff, and, um, yeah, everything's, you know, it's looking up.
0: It's it's really easy to say all those things, but you got to you got to drive the race. Can everybody has got to feel better? And I noted in an article on Speed Cafe, you talked very sincerely about the culture change. How how big has the culture change been? And can you describe it? Well, yeah, it's sort of it's
1: kind of funny. It kind of happened basically straight away. As soon as we went to holidays in December, and then we come back in January, there was like a shift in the mentality of the people working there. It was almost like they can be, they believe they can actually win races now, um, and I don't really know how that happens, but it happened, and it's 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 kind of coming to fruition now. Like we ever, you know, we can actually see the front of the grid, and you know, if we put everything perfect on the weekend, we can win a race for sure.
2: Hey, mates, um, just your opinion then. So let's look at Grove Racing, and you look what uh, they've you know, Stephen and Brenton Grove have turned up and listen, there's no doubting that Stephen's a very successful business businessman. He's, he's generated a whole lot of wealth. He's, he loves motorsport and he has dived in with obviously with a big checkbook to go, if I'm going to be in this, I need, (laughs) I need to do it right. And I need to spend, and I've got to work out all the things. Now I'll, I'll be honest. I did not see this transformation happening so quickly I just didn't – I wasn't sure that um, they were going to be able to put the things in place, listen to the right people, make the right decisions in such a short period of time. I mean, David Couchy turning up, right? That's a big get. That's a big, big get. Big Huge, get. The, Huge get. Huge get for us. season. So, so tell me how, you know, that that expenditure there, that get has has changed things within the operation because how much weight is on his his shoulders to perform and deliver – um, results and how much has it has it achieved so far?
1: Uh, yeah, good question, uh, Greg. <laughs> yeah, obviously yeah. like, you know, Brenton, you know, Brenton's a young kid and he's been actually in charge of majority of the stuff. He's only twenty five years old, I think he is, so he's, you know, pretty, pretty young, but he's also, you know, has the backing of his dad and, you know, the you know, the business experience that they have and whatnot. So they've sort of rolled into our team and, you know, Brenton always said he's been working on stuff for the last, for probably since, I don't know, maybe June last year, so probably six months before they actually took over the team, he was working in the background of things he wanted to change, things, people he wanted to get, and um, I think one of them obviously was David Couchy. So David Couchy's a he was an engineer, but now he's a team manager role, so his role is slightly different than in, in the engineering sort of side, but he understands that the He understands the processes that, you know, Triple Eight run their cars. And, you know, when he got here, he was surprised at um, the level of, you know, the the race team, you know, it wasn't like he was used to. So he's just basically changed the processes and made everyone super accountable and very honest with himself and um, just basically changed the culture of, of the race team in that way. And Brenton always has like, he has like a, a little saying, I suppose. He says, you've got to fix problems until there's nothing to fix. And basically we've been doing that since January this year. We've been fixing problems that we've had in the car um, or, you know, fixing problems with staffing problems or, you know, whatever it might be. So we're, we're still, we're still fixing problems, but there's less of them these days.
2: David, is it, is it always so about... That sort of, does that sort of sum it up, Greg? No, not enough. You haven't given me enough detail at all. You're, <laughs> um, you're holding well, back. You're holding back. You're holding back. Yeah, well,
1: like, like fundamentally, it's it's a, <laughs> it's a, it's, a, it's the same car as what we had last year. Just we've changed a few things, bits and pieces, and whatnot. Um, and it's obviously making way more grip and way more pace than it did last year. Which is no, no fault of not
2: trying last year. We tried. Yeah. there you go. But I suppose the guidance that the guidance that that David has brought. I mean, you've got some clever people there. I mean, you know, I'm a big fan of Alistair McVeigh, who's your, you know, your yeah, car very, engineer very here. Um, very smart. And but has David's guidance and just the ability to bring a new set of eyes to people like Alistair to provide them with with uh, uh, some new concepts or new directions or uh, vilify sort of ideas, all that kind of stuff is. Has, have you seen Alistair evolve and change and learn and, and and provide more stuff for you and and just your car?
1: One hundred percent, Greg. Every everything okay. you said there is true. You know, it's it's a fresh set of eyes. Someone that's been in the top level team for such like he was there for fourteen years or something. So he knows yeah the ins and outs of um the business of the triple eight business and he's kind of brought that ethos and that you know that um, competitive mentality. Like he's just he's he's just a true competitor. Like he competes off off the track, um, in on the track, whatever it's like. You know, when if we drive to the hotel, he has to drive there quicker than anyone else, or you know, beat everyone else. And you know, he's that sort of like racer, you know, winning at heart type person. And that's kind of flowed on to all of us, all the drivers, all the engineers, and whatnot. Yeah. So yeah, it's been it's been a it's been a shock to me that it's happened that quick. To be honest, like I didn't expect it to go to go. You know. Yeah to be that many podiums and be in, in, a, in a chance to win races and be on pole and stuff like that that quickly, to be honest.
0: Yeah, um, it's, a, uh, it's a huge shock. David, when you look at Winton, it was a pretty successful weekend all-round for the team. You went uh, third, third, fourth, and Lee went uh, fifth, fourth, and sixth. And, and, and he is the feel-good story from last year, but to, to finally see midway through the season, not even then, that that car is now competitive, must do wonders for the group as a whole.
1: Yeah, definitely. I'm I'm actually very surprised with Lee, because uh, you know, we'll, we'll touch on that in a sec. But um, yeah, on the weekend we we scored the most team points or the most combined points out of any of the other teams. So that's I think that's a huge tick in the box for our team. Like Ooh. we didn't think that would be possible. Uh, but Lee surprised me because you know we we run a similar. Well, they're supposed to be the same sort of car, but when you put the same setup in the car, you know. One slower than the other, and unfortunately that was always Lee's car. So at the test day we just had like about two weeks ago before we went to Winton, he like just went on his own path and went down this rabbit hole of ideas and setups and changes and whatnot, and he actually got the speed out of the car, which was basically all his doing. Like I was um surprised that at the end of the day he was pretty much on the same pace as, as my car. Um, but if we were to run the same setup, which we have been doing, you know, all the, all this year, his car just didn't seem to have the pace. He has to run his car slightly different than my car to get the pace out of it, which is, you know, it's just a, it's just the sport, you know. The sport is, you know, everything's kind of hand-built in a way. The chassis are hand-built. You know, or they're all hand-built together. So, you know, no no two parts are really identical, if you know what I mean. So they probably required you know, different tools around it to make the same speed. And he um, did a fantastic job in to drag that speed out of the car. So I was, you know, I'm actually in awe of Lee to do that because I would have given up a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, well, you're just not that smart though, so that's that's why. But hey, um, def- I've, uh,
1: I've, I've got a theory with us race car drivers, Greg. The dumber we are, the yeah, faster
2: we, we go. Well, it, uh, it does tend to work in many cases. It worked for me and for some part of my career. Absolutely. Um, yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, listen, it's, it's it, I'm loving loving seeing your smiley face um, doing what you're doing. But oh, thanks, just man. just you know, you've been through you've been through some challenging times. I mean, um, oh. it, it's been an interesting watch. Let's say. I mean, there's the, the 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 time with Erebus? You know, we 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 saw success. We saw things there that we thought were going to manifest into, you know, a, a long, long future there. And, and then it all fell apart. And then we saw you go to, to Kelly Grove and, and, you know, it was a struggle last year. I hated seeing you not where you needed to be. Did you, I mean, did you really go into, into December last year thinking, you know, that my chances um, of, of, you know, being back at the front of the field and potentially looking at, down the barrel of winning a race, um, were are still going to happen? I mean, did you really? I mean, where did you think you were going to be as a supercar driver this year and into the future? I mean, and, and how? I mean, how good does it feel now?
1: Dude, yeah, to be honest, I had I just didn't I didn't think I'd win a race next or this year or be on the podium this year because our car pace last year was pretty abysmal. Um, but you know, the, the Groves are very smart people, and Brenton always said, you know, stick stick with us and we'll make it all happen. So. You know, I I tend to believe some some people have the Midas touch and, you know, anything they touch turns to gold. And I believe, you know, the groves of uh, some of those people, you know, they don't do anything by halves. I knew when he bought 50% of uh, Kelly Racing that he would only ever buy the other 50% soon thereafter. I didn't know it would be a year later. And I know those guys don't do anything by halves. They're, uh, you know, head first, all in, you know, um, guns blazing type fellas, you know, they are... serious professionals and they don't stuff around so you know I'm I'm just I'm 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 just happy I'm along for the ride to watch all the success in front of me to be honest <laughs> I'm not I'm you know it's you know at the end of the day I'm just the driver a bit of the spokesperson for the team and telling everyone how good we're going but you know behind there's you know 20 29 people at the workshop slogging to make it all happen it's you know it's a credit to them really
0: David, what's the situation with the Gen 3 cars as you know it from your team's perspective?
1: Uh, yeah, I don't really have a lot to do with it, to be honest. You know, the, the Gen 3 cars, that's the, that's the manufacturing side. So that's like the DJR, their Ford manufacturer, and the mm. AAA guy, they're the Chevrolet manufacturer. So I drove myself and Lee, did a day in it at or the Mustang after, oh, when was it? <sighs> uh, Tasmania. And they are very, very different to drive. Obviously, when we jumped in, it's quite a vanilla setup. It wasn't really like an aggressive setup in the car like how we'd run it, but, you know, they, they have a lot more torque, so wheel spins, um, you've got to control the throttle a lot more like back we did when I first started, back when I first started in 2006 and drove a supercar. Then it felt like more like that sort of error. Uh, it has less aero um, and things like that, so... You know, obviously, it's there's still a long way to go in the program, but um, yeah, it's going to be it's going to be challenging. It's going to scare some of the young kids. I can tell you that. But does it does it excite you? Uh, yeah, it does. Like, i, I I've, the problem. The problem is, like, I, last year I'm like, yeah, we need a change, and this year I'm saying, I don't, I don't want change because i have got on top of the car and it's yeah. done really good. So. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Nice. I hope it gets delayed for another year because. You know our cars, you know, performing well.
0: (laughs) Well, that that's the real concern, though, David. Right? There's some sub suggestion that teams when when are they going to get the cars, and are they going to be there on time for the start of the new season?
1: Yeah, well, it's a million dollar question. I can't answer that. So, yeah, it's going. It's going to. If it happens, it's going to be a very busy off season for all the teams, and they're probably not looking forward to it. So, you know, the last two years has been pretty hard on all the staff with all the you know time away and. You know, how weird Australia or the world's been, I suppose. Um, and then just slap a new car in front of that, you know, it's gonna piss a lot of people off, I think.
2: <laughs> yeah. Hey, um, oh, uh, it's true, he isn't actually... it? like,
1: you know, you gotta you gotta look after oh, no, you absolutely. gotta look after the people that, that work in the sport.
2: Yeah, yeah absolutely. Hey now, um uh, just speaking of ex teammates, uh, well you weren't really, but I'm gonna bring it up. Um, he uh, Andre fit on the finished on the podium in that last race race yeah. with uh, Winston on the on the weekend. Um, but do you think up until that point he was kicking himself for leaving and and going to Brad Jones Racing and not staying with you? Um, well, you know, I, th- I think he's probably kicking himself now because our cars are pretty good and
1: pretty consistent wherever <laughs> we go. But at the time, he had no idea that it was going to be like that. And I'm pretty sure, you know, when he went to Brad's, he got a, a Slightly better deal than what he was on, and so he, you know, he took it. Can't blame him. Isn't for hindsight, isn't hindsight, a wonderful thing, mate? We, we every every well, every time we do a debrief, it's always hindsight racing. How could we have won that race? <laughs> and we all we we win the race every time, hundred percent of the time. We win that race at debrief. <laughs> That's hindsight racing because you know it's like oh, we should have pitted down or we should have put these tires on instead of those tires, or we should have put that foot up in, and shouldn't have, shouldn't have locked those brakes, or you know, it's just. Just how it is.
2: Hey, um, I've got, I'm, I'm, I've got to come over uh, next Sunday. I'm flying over, um, to have my first oh, really? uh, test test in, at Winton on the seventh of, um, of June. And can give me a target time. Give me, a, give me an honest target time that you think I should be able to hit at Winton uh, on a if it's what a good day, a dry day. Uh, round black ones, and I think they're Dunlops. Round black ones. Well, there's Obviously, there's hard, soft, and super
1: soft. We race on the super soft on the weekend. Um, but majority of the time, we run on soft tyres there. So, oh, dude, I, I have no idea. But I can't believe, after all this time, you're going to go back into racing and you're going to still test that, which did How bad is that, mentally?
2: <laughs> dude, you're not wrong. Uh, you, you know what I'm dreading the most. What I'm dreading the most <laughs> is having to get in the car as we always and do, drive two and, and, and half I never hours thought there. I was <laughs> ever going to have to do that again.
1: Oh. <laughs> well, I'm not mate. looking
2: forward to it. I know how you feel.
1: But it's actually like, yeah. it's it's not a bad place. It's it's all right. All right, if mate. You haven't, when was the last time you drove a car?
2: Last time I drove a car was uh, 2019 at uh, the Bend, um, and I drove... Um, Scotty Scotty Mack and, and Fabian's bloody Mustangs. Oh, yeah, nice. That would have been bloody good back then. Oh, yeah. Well, I didn't want to, it was in practice one or practice nothing. And uh, so I was being yes. a bit careful. Imagine, imagine my reputation. Remember my reputation if I'd um, happened to scratch one of those cars in that session. Yeah, that'd have be been great. <laughs>
1: Welcome back, Greg. Welcome back.
0: Yeah, we,
2: we we are all
0: genuinely excited about him getting back behind the wheel, and I know we know for the last two years he's been working out really hard too. He's he's looking pretty ripped, actually, David. So you might get surprised when you see him mm-hmm. next time around. He's uh, looking pretty buff. I've,
1: I've got a have got a trick for you. What is that? It? It's a it's a new it's a new diet I've been on for the last five months. It's just the meat diet. All I eat is steak. Nothing else.
2: Yeah. Does it work? Does it work?
1: Uh, I lost. I lost six kilos, and I feel amazing. And no shit. Oh, man, I'm on it. Cam Waters, Cam Waters stole the idea off me at the Bathurst 12 Hour, and he lost three kilos into the, into the week of uh, Winton, and then he won two races and had two poles. So <laughs> Nothing but meat. What a bastard. Nothing but I have, like, maybe steak and eggs in the morning, and then I'll have a, a big steak at dinner, and I'm done. And you can have butter, you know, whatever you want on it. It's just beautiful. Oh, yeah. I
2: can, I you can just, do you feel that. Amazing. I'm, oh, oh, I'm going to do it, right? I'm well, you
1: s- told my new, my new diet. And I'll, I'll, I'll send know. you some info Ace. but I, I'll tell you what: if someone yeah. said, "Hey, I'm going to have this diet for you, you got to eat vegetables and salad," I would tell you to go jump in the lake, wouldn't I? Like, <laughs> yeah, you 100%. Well, I hope you all. All we want to do is eat steak. Yeah, like, but you don't want to be meat teaching meat. little
0: Rio that, eh? You know, Rio doesn't want to be just eating steak.
1: Yeah, where are you there? Yeah, I'm trying to, again, all I want him to eat is, like, animal
0: food, so I suppose that's how we, you know,
1: I'll send, I'll send you some stuff and then you can do your own little, like, analysis on it, but it, it's actually really good. I feel amazing.
0: Oh, okay, well, that's, that's a nice way to finish a chat, David. Uh, thanks so much for giving us your time. Again, it's uh, so good to see you back at the front of the field, cracking jokes and being and looking happy again. I think that's the most important thing. We just oh, like thanks, we like seeing Appreciate you happy. It. So, uh, uh, and just make sure you text Mur for time for Winton, okay?
2: Thanks, Ace. <laughs> okay, <I'll, laughs> all right. <laughs> thanks, buddy. All right, I'll see what I can. Do.